Hello, welcome to another Cheap Shot Wrestling Podcast. This is episode number seven. Uh, I'm Matt Bass, and I'm uh, here with Ben Bowles. Yes, I'm here. I'm not going to say it. No. Uh, oh, no, no. We've made it. we made it. We've made it. Uh, that's your catchphrase. You're going to have an on a t-shirt at some point. <laughs> we've made it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at CSWpod, um, and go to cswrestlingpodcast.com to go to our YouTube channel, and you can find us on iTunes as well. So wherever you found us and found this podcast... They're in other places as well. They're also on TuneIn. TuneIn as well. Yeah, I do it for my Alexa. You did it's it for great. your own yeah. purpose because you just wanted to say to Alexa, play the Cheap Shot Wrestling podcast. Pretty much. And it would play. And, and it, it, was, play. it was quite satisfying. But yeah, but anyway, wherever you are, thanks for listening. So if you've got an Alexa and you've got TuneIn, <laughs> just yeah. say the words out loud, Alexa, play the Cheap Shot Wrestling podcast. And I think right now I've just set off a load of Alexas. So, I mean... <laughs> there we go. Well, if, to be fair, if they're already listening, fine. It will just start again. Just start again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> as if they're listening to it out of their laptop, that's the problem. I know. Uh, today we're going to be talking about pay-per-views. In general, you know, I mean, we have just had Fastlane. We watched that just now. Yeah, we've literally um, just come back from watching we, that. We watched it on Catch-Up on the network. Yep. And Raw is going to be tonight. So if we say anything which ends up being happening on Raw, that's why. Yeah, exactly. Just a disclaimer now. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about pay-per-views in general, because I think the thing is, is, we looked at Fastlane, and originally I said, well, you know, should we just talk about Fastlane? Yeah, 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 yeah. But then it was sort of like, is there really a lot we could talk about with just Fastlane alone? We'd end up just ranting about why pay-per-views are bad. So Yeah, exactly. We're just talking about pay-per-views. Makes sense, doesn't it? There's a few things that they do with pay-per-views in WWE that just, I don't know if they're annoying, but it's kind of like, I think we're getting too much. There's a general kind of feeling of too much content. Before um, the brand split, there was a pay-per-view every month. Now there seems to be one every two weeks. Almost, yeah. And it's it's. I can totally understand that they want to do like a... Obviously, it's just helping the brand split by going, look, we've got these designated shows and these pay-per-views that are purely for one show or the other. Yeah. But the issue is obviously they're, the time constraints on that sort of thing. Yeah. And promoing a lot of these... Um, upcoming pay-per-views become so difficult when you've only got, like you said, about two weeks. Now, you see, the thing is with Fastlane is that the best feud, well, mm. I would say the, mo- the main feud, was yeah. supposed to be Goldberg and Kevin Owens. Now, on TV, they didn't have that much time to really camera no. out, to really get the feud going. When the feud actually got going was on Twitter. Oh, it was And beautiful. it was in Kevin Owens' complete destruction destruction of Goldberg, Goldberg on Twitter. Goldberg had clearly tried to sort of enter what you could call Kevin Owens' domain and it's quite yeah. lit. Twitter is his that's his Oh, forte. there were just a few awkward ones in there. But the thing is, I yeah. think the point is is that with Twitter, it allowed them to be able to kind of continue and build up the feud even though they've only had like, what, two, three weeks to really kind of get it going. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think there hasn't been, an, there isn't enough TV time. No. Between pay-per-views. I mean, to really get a lot of this stuff going. And they shouldn't have to rely on people just chatting on Twitter to really boost a feud. The good thing about that, though, Kevin, I think, I want to give Kevin credit here. He may have thought that, obviously, wrestling a part-time is a bit difficult to sort of amp up. Yeah. So he thinks, well, what's the best way to contact the guy? Twitter. Mm. Call him out on Twitter. He's going to be on it wherever he is. And also the other thing is Goldberg is terrible at promos in the ring and online. I mean, generally. He's just so generic. But, But... like it's, I think it's a great. It was a great way to build that story. But you're right; it should have been on television more. It should have been on television, and this is the problem with having too many pay per views. Now, if we go back 25 years to 1992, cast your minds back, children, <laughs> and we'll have a look at what the great year of 1992. 
Oh, AD it was a, it was a fantastic was, year. It was a brilliant year. Nineteen ninety-two was maybe five months old. Yeah, no, uh, well, I was a month were, old. Well, you had your first birthday in nineteen ninety-two. I did. Uh, Bill Clinton became president. and He won the election that year. Oh, Bill. Uh, Mike Tyson went to prison. We won't talk about that, but he did end up at WrestleMania a few years later. Nineteen ninety-seven. Nineteen ninety-seven. <laughs> and um, Sasha Banks, Paige, and myself were born that year so a brilliant year I think all round not bad all former women's and divas champions I mean that's yeah. not bad even yourself you know, and just... myself you know <laughs> <laughs> you had a great run with the title I did I think uh, everyone <laughs> agreed that it was the best thing to happen in 2015 hey um, I'm not going to discredit it you deserve to be in that class of 1992 <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly with 1992 that year they had four pay-per-views okay. Royal Rumble Wrestlemania 8 the SummerSlam in London oh, at yeah. Wembley Stadium and Survivor Series. Now, those four pay-per-views, the big four as such, yeah. regardless of people's views on Survivor Series, but they are the big four. So, wait, that was that was four for the entire year of 1992? For the entire year, there was four. Now, wow. in 2017, when we get to WrestleMania 33, mm-hmm. it will have only been two months and a few days since the Royal Rumble. <laughs> that's, two that's... months and a few days. And that, in that time, has had the Royal Rumble, yep. Elimination Chamber, yep. Fast Lane. And, and then obviously eventually WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And so it's sort of like... That's crazy. In the, in the time that we've had four pay-per-views in two and a bit months, in 1992 they had four in the entire year. That was their year. You know? And yeah, I Once every quarter they had a pay-per-view. And yeah. that made sense because you had like three months of build for every pay-per-view. And then you've got, like, for this year there's two big ones in there. There's Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Elimination Chamber and Fasten obviously being in the middle, but Elimination Chamber is so demanding physically as well. Yeah. And to have that in such a short amount of time for so for two big pay-per-views I, in between. Yeah, and I think that there's not enough time to build feuds with any of this stuff, you know? No. And it, it just ends up with these things where you've got these kind of half-built feuds, like Roman Reigns and uh, Braun Strowman at Fastlane was like, you know, I mean, why are they feuding? Yeah. Oh, because... Uh, Braun Strowman beat up Roman once. It and seemed, then, yeah. It seemed oh, he, a... he also screwed him out of the title. Yeah, but then that sort of went nowhere. But that didn't. It didn't. It seemed at the time to really kind of go nowhere, and then it just kind of went. Oh, and then he ended up in a fight with him, and then for some reason Braun Strowman wanted a contract signing. The man who was in <laughs> the Wyatt family, yeah, who was supposed to be this mountain amongst men, as he kept, you know, it's drummed down our throats. Yep. The mountain amongst men. He's this crazy man who doesn't think about anything else. He's just focused on destruction and fighting. And I'm strong and give me more. Give me more people to eat. Feed me more. <laughs> Feed me. Oh, wait, that's someone else. Um, but anyway, it's like... But he wants more people to to be fed, you know, to him to just destroy and all the rest of it. He just hates people. He's a man of but few he words. Also, yeah. But he's also a big fan of litigation. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, he loves contracts. He likes things written down. And he likes to have someone sit down yeah. with a contract and be able to <laughs> sign your signature and say, I will promise to have a fight against you. For like, what was despite, a single... It was a singles match. Not to mention also, it was Roman who was beaten up by Braun. Yeah. So, of course, Roman wants a fight with Braun. Why would Roman be like... Nah, I'm gonna pussy out of this. I'm I'm going. You know, I'm not I'm not having this match. No, he what he's the one who wants revenge on Braun. Braun should be the one who's saying no. I don't want anything to do with this. And then Mick's going, no, you're gonna have a contract signing. Yeah, We're you're... putting this in in writing. It doesn't make sense the other way around. So that's a story kind of writing error and general WWE laziness. But it also just kind of builds into this whole thing of there wasn't really any other things other than Braun kind of screwing out Roman 
to that... actually add to the kind of video package and stuff. And it just felt a bit like they only had a few weeks of build for it because they didn't, you know, because they have so many pay-per-views. And WrestleMania is coming up, so you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket with Fastlane. Yeah. You want to focus on the storyline you're going to have for WrestleMania. So it just seemed a bit It did feel like it lazy. Yeah, it was lazy because it seemed like they'd sort of forgotten about it. And then it just sort of, they brought it back up again just before Fastlane to go, oh, we can, that's a match. We can fill that up. That's one space taken on the card. Mm. So yeah, it did just feel like that story just kind of fell short. And then they just went, oh, actually, do you know what? Yeah, we can, they can do one more. Which just, again, it felt like a match on Raw. It didn't really feel like a pay-per-view match. Yeah, and I think the problem is when you have so many pay-per-views, it ends up with a thing where, as you said, it feels like Raw. Yeah. And it feels like... The weight of it becomes a bit paper-thin. Yeah, it just felt like a sort of Raw Night of Champions. You know when they have these sort of special Raws every now and then? Like Raw Roulette or whatever. It feels like they just went, this tonight is Raw Night of Champions, where (laughs) all the titles are going to be defended as well as a few other feuds are going to have some matches. Yeah, it was like a, like Taboo Tuesday and all that kind of thing. Yeah. It was like those sort of gimmicky things. It, it, d- to it, be honest, it felt like a network special. Yeah. It felt like, you know, when they've done the like live at Madison Square Garden and stuff like that. Yeah. It felt like one of those, last year when they had um, Roadblock. Oh, they yeah, They had Roadblock yeah. end of the line. Actually, no, that was this year. That Roadblock. WWE Roadblock. I'm going to get the on first, to Roadblock. I'm going to get on Roadblock later. I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. But Roadblock happened before WrestleMania and it was just a sort of special. It was a network special. Yeah. Um, which had Dean Ambrose versus Triple H for the WWE title. Which they've also... Which was an alright match. But anyway, gonna... that, that match is now actually in full on their YouTube channel. Oh yeah, they put yeah, that stuff put out, out there now. They do seem to put a lot of that stuff out. But anyway, mm. yeah, so it's like they had that there and it, and it was a network special. Yeah. So you don't really expect anything amazing from it. You kind of go, yeah, this is the next special. Triple H ain't dropping a title. No. Um, but let's just go through this and it's some, some more content. That's cool. Are you saying that basically they can get away with it being a bit more throwaway? Yeah, they with can, these network they can, specials. If it's in just a network special, it can be more of a throwaway thing. And um, I think because it was a pay-per-view, it was an actual proper pay-per-view that you could buy on box office for 20 quid. Yeah. You sort of look at it and go, they should be putting on something that's a little bit mm-hmm. higher quality or at least higher stakes for yeah. this kind of thing. I would much rather them say, we're going to have no pay-per-views before WrestleMania for like, we're not going to have either of those Elimination Chamber or that we have Royal Rumble, and then there is nothing until WrestleMania. Oh, can you and imagine? And he just went full on for two months straight, two months, eight weeks, which is not that much longer than what they normally do, what they've no. done in previous years, where they've had like six weeks before WrestleMania. True. So like eight weeks of solid promoing. Just, yeah, just like, so you're saying basically just like two months of just solid television work. Where solid television work. Week and, by week, just showing more and more progression with the stories. Yeah, and build up um, a load of storylines that everyone actually cares about. Yeah, not getting bogged down with pay-per-views that are happening in between the two, which yeah. eventually end up being a bit of a throwaway. Like, yeah. to be honest, yeah, a lot of them end up sort of having endings where you go, oh, but tune in next month for our next I mean, pay-per-view, and you go... But to be honest, I kind of like a conclusion in the one I'm watching. Well, there's like the things with the Elimination Chamber, right? Granted, the Elimination Chamber match itself, you ended up with Bray Wyatt winning it. He won the title. Yeah. It was like, okay. That was cool. Cool. Yeah. But they could have done it on SmackDown. I know. <laughs> you know, you kind of think they could have had a match where he wins it on SmackDown. They didn't need to do that on pay-per-view. They can just, like, and yeah, I, get, I kind of get and what you I know that it's like, you know, Bray Wyatt winning the title. A lot of people are going, you'd put it on SmackDown. That'd be a WrestleMania, you know. It's mm. like, yeah, but you either do one or the other. That's yeah. my opinion. At this point in the year, you either do it at WrestleMania or you do it on SmackDown or Raw, right? You don't do it at, like, a crappy little pay-per-view i would much rather just not see any of these small pay-per-views between royal rumble and wrestlemania because when they talk about royal rumble being 
you know, we're starting on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. It should be a solid road to WrestleMania. Yeah, that road's got a lot of bumps on There's it. There's a lot of roadblocks on there. Very nice. Um, <laughs> although this is my point with Roadblock, was that Roadblock this year, they had its end of the line, and it was in December. Sorry. Yeah, and... But, um, sorry, I was going to say, that I'll get to that uh, eventually, because I've got another point I want to talk about. Yeah. Which is gimmick-themed pay-per-views. Oh, yeah, So it's yeah, like, yeah. well, not gimmick-themed pay-per-views, but gimmick... Match themed. Ma- yeah, match themed ones match like Helen Hel- Hel- I mean, the better way of saying match themed pay per views. Money in the Bank, Elimination Chamber, yeah. TLC. They need to be more original. That's mm-hmm. my point. I have no problem with the- featuring a pay per view around something like Helen and Cell. Totally. Um, or TLC. It's fine. If you want to make sure that you want to have one of those matches every year at that pay per view, it's fine. But come on with something a bit more original, just the name of the, the just match. The match, yeah. It'd be like saying, you know. I don't know, WWE tag team. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, they, do, they did Fatal 4-Way. Remember well, no, that? But this is the thing. When you think about what are the worst pay-per-views they've done in recent years, it's been stuff like Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. Or... Uh, capital Punishment. Well, Capital Punishment, which is <laughs> terrible. But, I mean, at least Capital Punishment was something that it was, was they're uh, trying to be original with yeah. an idea of that. And uh, um, it was it, things, it had a name. Because those, those pay-per-views that have those original names, like Judgment Day, No yeah. Way Out, Backlash, WrestleMania, yeah. they're all memorable. They're all memorable because of their yeah. names. Vengeance was Vengeance. great. Loved Vengeance oh, every it was year. Great. Didn't Vengeance turn into Night of Champions? It did, which has yeah. now turned, turned into Clash, Clash of, of Champions, Champions, which annoys me as well. Yeah. So I'm just going to end up on a bit of a rant here. Good. But this annoys me as well, right? <laughs> Everyone... There was, sorry, not everyone, but there were a whole bunch of cases in the run-up to Clash of Champions. I'm doing air quotes here, by the way. Clash of Champions, right? <laughs> yeah. The amount of times people said Night of Champions or Clash of the Champions. Clash of the Champions, which they don't own. They, no, well, they, they don't do. want to use. No, they, they do. own it, but they don't want to this use it. This is what confuses me. Right? Yeah. If you want to say we're going to That's bring weird. back the Clash of the Champions thing, go ahead. Fine. Great. Great pay-per-view name. Yeah. Great from WCW. Bring it back like they did with Great American Bash. That worked at first. And then they called um, it the Bash. Yeah, no, well, that's, you know, that goes off. But it, at first it worked. I thought it was cool to bring it Great was. American Bash. Right? It was a great summer pay-per-view, right? But the thing is, like, Clash of the Champions, bring that back, fine. Why make it Clash of Champions? It just sounds grammatically incorrect. Mm. It's a Clash of Champions as opposed to a Clash of the Champions. Because you'd think you'd have to call it a Clash of Champions, not just... Clash of Champions. It's not just it's like Clash of Clans. Uh, Clash of Clans that are doing. Yeah, this oh is God, a massive yeah. tongue twister for me. By the way, it's just all the cl- cl- This no. is the best. But no, it would be a Clash of Champions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Clash of the Champions. But just Clash of Champions sounds like broken English. It just doesn't sound like it's uh, it's grammatically correct. It doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? No. So there's things like that, and I go just come up with something different. But I think there's something that could be said for some of these names that, like from the past, like Judgment Day. She yeah. said. Backlash, which I'm glad they brought back. Backlash. I, I really liked Backlash. I enjoyed I loved it. it. And it I think really it's great. Good. And it's great as a SmackDown exclusive. Definitely. Um, That's I, really worked. I, I still uh, associate Backlash with being the first post-WrestleMania pay-per-view, but I'm fine with it being wherever. Yeah, it's fine. That's how I used to remember it. But, you know, step on that. Yeah, but there's <laughs> things like, I think when I think of someone like Hell in a Cell, they could just call Hell in a Cell... Just call no, it like call no, it no way, way out. out. There you go. <laughs> it could be no way out. No way out. Or they could go with and, and with uh, with elimination chamber. They could just call it what they call it in Germany, supposedly. Oh, which is cool. No escape. Yeah, it's awesome. Call it no escape, and with the elimination chamber match. Firstly, it makes it easier and cheaper to market it in Germany. Yep. Because um, you're not having to change it specifically for them, it's always called that. Yeah. Secondly, it's a better bloody name, oh, you know, um, than just calling it an elimination chamber. Because the other thing is, if you wanted one year to not do an elimination chamber match, 
Do you could choose not to and just keep doing it as no escape. You could do a Hell in a Cell or a cage, cage match, match or something. Yeah, just bring it. You, know? you don't see cage matches very often these days. So having a pay-per-view where it's yeah. just called No Escape, it opens up that opportunity to be like, okay, financially, we kind of don't want to do an Elimination Chamber again because yeah. it's a lot of travel. There's a lot of cost bringing mm. that big cage around. I mean, so my point is I think they just need to be more creative with this stuff. Yeah, um, no, I agree with I you. don't have a problem with some of the old names, right? I like Judgment Day. I like Vengeance, No Way Out and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I, But I would air on the caution of maybe we shouldn't go with old ones they just need to be more creative thinking about it like the no escape one is a great example of that because it's just yeah. like it's something they created they came up with it annoyingly they came up with it because they had to they, yeah. they couldn't call it elimination chamber but it annoys me that they didn't think should we just call it no escape no we'll still call it elimination chamber but we'll call it something different in Germany why just not just call Germany, it why yeah. not just call it No Escape Across the Board because it's a great name and I just think they need to be more creative with these things and not just sort of rely on saying oh we're just going to go and not bring an old one back yeah. or just calling it by the by the main match's name because I mean we won't go into it too much but there is a reason why it's not called No Escape well, it's the reason it's called No Escape in Germany, and just look that up for yourself. Yeah, it's just fine. look it up. It's yeah. um, you know, it's it's, it's um, understandable. I think. Yes, but, um, it's a, but it's a great reason to just call it No Escape. Yeah, and yeah, I, I totally agree with you. The point of just being more creative with these yeah. pay per view names, not just picking a, a match type and going right. This is our theme yeah. for this year. Um, we'll do this once a month every year. Yeah. Well, sorry, one month every year. And it's just, it gets tiresome because you know what's it coming. Does. And you go, oh, okay, it's going to be a Hell in a Cell. Um, it's going to be a TLC. So our main takeaway from that is be more creative, WWE creative. <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, that creativity then makes it their jobs a little bit easier. It does. Because they haven't got to book the same match every um, year. My, I think my next, sort of, the next thing I want to really talk about when it comes to pay-per-views yeah. is, so they obviously want to have these special events. They want to have stuff where it's like the, the, the mini pay-per-views, the brand exclusive ones and things like that. And I haven't really got a problem with that. Like with um, Fastlane, it was, as I said earlier, it felt like just a special Raw yeah. or like a special event. And if it was just a WWE exclusive, uh, network exclusive, then it would be fine because I'd be like, oh yeah, it's fine. It was network exclusive. I'm not expecting a lot out of it. They could have just called it Raw Showcase or something so, like that. So m- in my opinion i think one of the things that would be quite interesting to do would be to have a sort of in your house type thing if they got rid of all the brand exclusive pay-per-views and as in calling them pay-per-views and you literally just had like i don't know you had the four the main big four Mm -hmm. and then you had like a selection of like a few others yeah no i see what you mean but Um, then if you want to have but like and i think if they reduce the main pay-per-view stuff down to like nine a year so you had like the main top four and then you had five other ones just sort of scattered across. Yeah. But then if you want to kind of build up some bigger, some mini feuds to like a mini show, you can make up the other sort of three or so that you would normally do as network specials. Yeah, no, I, I actually, actually... I think nine's probably even too much. I'd say six. Six? Like four main ones and a couple extra ones. Six, I think, yeah. Like really? Money in the Bank. If they really don't want to have Money in the Bank at WrestleMania, Money in the Bank's a good pay-per-view regardless. Yeah, no, so, I'm happy with it being on its own. I would much prefer would, it to be at WrestleMania. And I also want Money in the Bank to be a cross-brand pay-per-view. It should be, yeah. Because so, they should have a Raw one and a SmackDown so one. So if you're going to say it's like the main four, mm-hmm. Money in the Bank as well, and then... I don't know, maybe one other. 
But I mean, if it, but it has to be dual brand pay per view, yeah. and any brand exclusive stuff. If that was just like a network special, and as you said, I don't know, you said earlier WWE Showcase, but that actually sounds like quite a good yeah, name. It, it could they could but just like, call like I said, they could just call some of these pay per views Raw Showcase yeah. or SmackDown Showcase. Although the SmackDown only ones so far have been okay, mm. I've, I've not really had in much the, of a problem. In, but with I, them. Th- I look at it in the same vein as I would look NXT Takeover. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They started off with NXT Takeover and then calling Arrival or whatever, just calling them by the place name. Yeah, NXT TakeOver Dallas, NXT hmm. TakeOver Brooklyn. They even did Brooklyn 2. It's yeah, they so did simple. Brooklyn 2. Brooklyn but it's like, no one has a problem with them, because it's like, at least they're doing, right, we're going to call all our specials TakeOvers, and then they're just going to be something different afterwards. And, yeah, and, and you they said, tried original names, and then they just went with whatever town, city, or whatever they're in, and it just went, yeah, that sounds quite good. And if they did that with these, and they just sent, you know, Raw Showcase Dallas, you'd be like, cool. Yeah. Raw Showcase Milwaukee. Brilliant. Yeah, SmackDown it? Showcase New York, great, awesome. And the thing is, like the takeover thing, obviously. By does... the way, that would would have to be MSG. Just saying, <laughs> MSG. <laughs> but the takeover thing uh, that actually does take from the concept of the in the ha- in your house. It does. Thing, yeah, is that these in your house pay per views end up spawning extra pay per views because they had in your house other name. Mm. It would be in your house. I think it was in your house Rock Bottom, and then that became Rock Bottom. And then you had in your house Bad Blood, in which your... later down the line. Became, they brought back bad blood from that with two D's. Yeah, <laughs> and their DX in your house, I think. Didn't yeah, they? they did. They had. Um, I can't remember every single one, one, but they did these was in your over house. Over the edge ninety eight was that, and in your house, possibly. But that's quite yeah. a long title. But it could have been. Yeah, but yeah, these, that's the. Thing. I like that concept. I agree like, with you. Yeah, um, I like the idea of having one sort of overarching theme like NXT takeover, and then just call mm. it like. I mean, it's working for NXT. I can't say it can work it for everything. It also then puts it on a different level. It's like a slightly lower level than what you would expect with WrestleMania, and like, and they don't have to put so much emphasis in saying, oh, "Okay, well, we have to have this pay per view. We have to bring out these yeah. big feuds to big it up." You know, it's just a network exclusive. It's like an extra episode of Raw or SmackDown or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, you have some t- title matches at these things. But you don't have to have a title match. And you don't have to have all the titles defended. You could have themes around these things. Yeah. Where you say, okay, well, we're going to have um, Raw Showcase Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Right? And so it's, like, based around the Elimination Chamber match. But... And they have some other things in there. Or they could just do these things where they kind of do it as, like, a brand-like takeover or showcase or whatever you want to call it. Mm. And then just have some other name to go with it, so that you know you can differentiate these things. True, yeah. No, I like. Um, I, I and do. You like don't have the... to get rid of the elimination chamber match, but it becomes more unpredictable. Because yeah. the other thing is, we all know when the elimination chamber match is going to happen. We go, oh well, it's February. It's the elimination chamber match. Who's going to be in the chamber this year? If you don't know when the chamber match is going to be, when someone goes, you know, we've got these six guys, and they can't, you know, they can't settle their differences on who's going to be the number one contender and who wants to be the champion. So the only way to end this is in an elimination chamber and everyone goes, oh, that's amazing. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Whereas if we're all expecting the elimination chamber to come up, it's like... It, well, the thing is, it forces their hand to then go, right, who do we include? So if you have it, it's, yeah, that's the thing. So if you said, oh, we, we've got, you know, SmackDown Showcase New York coming up. And yeah. we're like, well, wonder what's going to be happening at this one. It's chemistry, so it might be something big. We don't know. Yeah, mm. they might announce and a big match. Announce, announce a big match. And then it's just like... You know, we're four weeks out, three weeks out from that event, and you go, it's Elimination Chamber, and they announce it. And it's just like, that's an amazing announcement. That gives it meaning. Like, when yeah. they announced the second Elimination Chamber, obviously the first one was a surprise because no one, it was the first one. Yeah, yeah. But when they announced the second one, which I think was SummerSlam 2003, 
think so, yeah. That was like, wow. Was that, was that the one Shawn Michaels won? No, it's the one that Goldberg and, and Triple H were in. Oh, Goldberg speared Chris Jericho through yeah, the pod. Yeah, and then Triple H won it, I think. I, possibly. And then they beat the crap out of Goldberg. I've got a very, right now, I really want to watch that. I've that. got a very blurry memory of 2003, <laughs> especially wrestling-wise. After the results of Fastlane, I really want to watch Goldberg getting beaten the crap out of by Triple H with a sledgehammer. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going off topic here. But no, what I'm saying is that like there was a kind of surprise when they announced it for SummerSlam. Because yeah. the other thing is, it was before it was at Survivor Series 2002. Hmm. And then it was SummerSlam 2003. And so it was just like, okay, we weren't expecting it. We didn't know what was going to happen. They've announced we're going to have another Elimination Chamber. It was amazing before, and now we're going to have another one. Like, I think that's a really cool kind of concept to kind of make it more surprising. And like yeah. TLC is the exact same thing. Like TLC was brilliant. People talk about TLC 1, TLC 2, TLC oh, 3. Yeah, now, there's yeah. been so many TLC matches, you couldn't possibly number them. But hmm. the fact is they, they were surprised. You know, there wasn't like this kind of expectation of there's a TLC match this year. Who's yeah. going to be in it? It's like, oh, that'd be great if they had another one of those. Oh, uh, they've had another one. That was brilliant. Like, you know, I can sit here and pretty confidently know there's going to be a pay-per-view called Elimination Chamber next year. I know there's going yeah, to be. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so there's going to be Elimination Chamber I wonder next who's year. going to be in the match at TLC 2018. 2018. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah, and I know there's going to be a TLC like a year match. year and a half from now. And like, and a lot... they almost certainly will have that. I can understand Unless some they people... listen to this podcast and change their ways. <laughs> True. But I can understand that people do like that kind of predictability about it and they kind of go, okay, yeah. I know what to expect from these pay-per-views. Do you know who likes the predictability of it? Who? The stock market. Oh, yeah, obviously. WWE like it. They know how much money they make from Elimination Chamber pay-per-views. They know how much money they make from TLC pay-per-views. And yeah. they know how much money they make from they Hell in a Cell and the rest of it. So they don't want to rock the boat by saying, we're going to eliminate all of those pay-per-views that we charge Sky customers £20 every time for. Yep. Uh, we're Which, going to get rid of them and do network exclusives. I think WWE secretly would love to just put everything on the network. They would just love say, to just... You know, go on the network and watch Raw, SmackDown, everything. Yeah, know? they could broadcast everything from their own network. It's their own safe little bubble. Yeah, and, and then they can sell advertising space to other people and stuff yeah. and do all that sort of stuff. I think they would much rather do that, but they know that the the market isn't there yet no. for people just going to a... Net, you know, a online exclusive streaming service for WWE. And the reason, like, you were touching on it just then as well, the reason these pay-per-views are called Elimination Chamber and TLC is because they want they want to put it out in plain English, what people mm. are going to expect. Yeah. So they know their buy rates are going to be good because they'll go, oh, you know, people are quite interested in the Elimination Chamber match. People quite like the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Let's just call a pay-per-view Hell in a Cell. Everyone will buy it because they know what they're going to expect. They love Hell in a Cell match. But we might be different here, and we might think that we want a bit of a surprise. Well, we're we're marquee internet fans. I know. So we what we don't care about the business side of it. No, really. I just I just want. But that. I understand. I understand the business side, and it is that conflicting part where I think I know why they're doing these things. Yeah. But it annoys me that they do it. You know. I, and I think what we what we're genuinely asking for, and like over the whole thing about you know how pay-per-views really aren't they're kind of dumbed down name-wise these days yeah what we really want is just surprises back in wrestling again yeah you want that unpredictability and then i mean it even does it does boil down to the names of pay-per-views these mm. names of pay-per-views should bring back some of that unpredictability where you go call it no escape yeah. what could we have this year but the thing is if you yeah it's the thing if you theme it instead of like no escape you know it's going to be something to do with a cage but you don't know quite what. But it's still up you in know, the air. It's up in the air. Yeah. It, no escape could be an elimination chamber match. I was going to make a joke about the cage being in the air. But the <laughs> the elimination it could be an elimination chamber match. But it could also be a hell in a cell. 
or well, I'd say a cage, but there is a pretty easy escape to a cage. It's, <laughs> yeah, that big gap at the top. It's not no escape. The whole point of it is to escape. To escape. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, it brings up things. It could be out on the cell. It could be an elimination chamber. It could be something new that they've invented. You know, it could what, be the Punjabi anything. prison match. It could be the Punjabi prison <laughs> match. <laughs> Who knows? You know, or it could be that one that WCW did where they stacked three hell in the cells oh, on top of each other. Oh, don't even try and tell me what it's called. I can't or, remember that one where there was the the electric chair. Was that the same match? That was remember. what Abdullah the Butcher was uh, putting. Yeah. The electric chair and basically killed in the ring yeah <laughs> yeah but um, the thing is look that does sound ridiculous but they were unpredictable yeah you didn't know they I were coming the thing is though I, I wrote down my notes and i think i mentioned this earlier about roadblock end of the line oh yeah, now, yeah, yeah. i don't like roadblock as a name for a pay-per-view do you not i don't like end of the line as a name for a pay-per-view what i do appreciate though if they actually went with it mm-hmm. would be this idea of the colon it's the something something so if they just take called- over Dallas. Roadblock, end of the line. line. Or roadblock, aftermath. Roadblock, amazeballs. Anything. <laughs> you can have something where it's like, I don't like roadblock because that, that sounds like it's we're stopping stuff from going further. Mm. Um, which is why it made sense on the road to WrestleMania because it's the roadblock it's on the road the, to WrestleMania. Yeah, it's stopping which is why get, it doesn't yeah. make sense when you put it in December. <laughs> but... I like the... Uh, it's almost like they experimented with it. Because they had Roadblock before. It was just WWE Roadblock. Yeah, it was just... And uh, then with this one, they went with Roadblock, end of the line. And you can't think, well, ooh. okay, well... You think it's leaning in the right direction? Are they leaning in something where they're going to go with Roadblock, end of the line, next time it's going to be Roadblock, something else, Roadblock, whatever, you know? And... I like to maze balls, I'll be honest. <laughs> well, yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I, I don't like Roadblock. But if it's something like that, it seems like they're sort of testing out the idea. They're kind of putting out feelers like... What do people think about having that as a kind of name of a painting? Yeah, and they've got the safety net of it being a network special, so they can sort of go, okay, we haven't got to give it a, a match-themed name. It's going to be on our network for our network subscribers. Yeah. If they really enjoy it, then maybe the general public will enjoy it as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think I can appreciate that the roadblock name is not great, but the way they're trying to the implement formula. it. The formula, yeah. The formula's there. It's just I just the... hope that they don't think, well, because people don't like Roadblock, end of the line as a name, they just won't go with any of that sort of stuff. They'll just not be creative at all with the you names. You know, because I think TakeOver has proved that you can do that and it, it people like it and it's not yeah. going to be something that people are turned off by. People actually quite like that idea. And yeah. Yeah, I, I, th- I seriously think there is a lot more to a pay-per-view's name than people really do give it credit. Yeah. Because it really does, it just it just gives you that anticipation. Mm. If you're calling it Hell in a Cell, I have little anticipation for that because I know it's going to be a Hell in a Cell. If you call it Capital Punishment, I have very little. <laughs> <It's> very, <laughs> yeah. I still don't know what's going to come. I, but it's, yeah. it's, I think I just... I, in, I think they should bring back Capital Carnage. Capital Carnage. <laughs> the Capital oh, Carnage. Oh, where Jacqueline got her boobs out. Yeah. Oh, that was a weird pay-per-view. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it. It's on the network. I was going to ask you one thing, right? Yeah. If there was one pay-per-view name that you'd bring back mm-hmm. for to rename a pay-per-view, what one would it be? So past past pay-per-views that I'd bring back. Yeah, just a pay-per-view oh. name. What would you bring back? King of the Ring. Absolutely. Really? Look, I know this even goes against the whole concept of this, where we're talking about match themes, but King of the Ring. I want it back. I want it back bad. Do you know what the only problem I have with King of the Ring... It's the fact that everyone who wins King of the Ring feels like they're obliged to walk around in a bloody crown and call yes, themselves King yeah. whoever. And so I get... hate that. Fe- that I hate that gimmick. I hate the gimmick of King. Like it's been done a million times. True. And and also WWE have focused around Jerry the King Lawler for such a long time <laughs> that anyone else who calls himself King is like, you're not really the King. 
Jerry Lawler's the king. Yeah, has been for a while. You know? But the, my idea behind this is obviously they love tournaments now. They've proven they and work. They could do tournaments and without they could calling do it again. King of the Ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, that's my point. I just want King of the Ring back. Warrior of the Ring. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> No, I think glory me, ring no that sounds wrong <laughs> <laughs> um, just king of the ring okay just, just king of the ring okay uh, I think mine I would bring back yeah what would you do well I think there, there's a few that I, I think are good that could be brought back I think one of them would be Judgment Day oh nice one because I think Judgment Day is just one of those ones that was very underrated as a as a, as a pay-per-view and it was also one of those things where they always had backlash and then Judgment Day yeah so it was like the secondary one after WrestleMania because he had like WrestleMania, then he had a lot of the rematches and other things like that at Backlash. Yeah, Judgment Day was the first like proper like we're back into the flow of things now. Very true. Yeah, yeah, it was basically almost they could have called it like Genesis. It was yeah. just the start of the wrestling could, year again. But the thing is, they could call, they could do Judgment Day at the end of the year. Like yeah, and you know it's the Judgment Day of the year. Like at the end of the year, you're going to be judged. On, it sounds on, like on, a conclusion. It sounds conclusive, doesn't yeah. it? Judgment Day. It's you've reached your Judgment Day, and if that's what they were going with with roadblock end of the line for being in december i mean i get that but it yeah. doesn't really work yeah um especially considering the fact that they used it before as like a road to wrestlemania pun um <laughs> so to now to not have it as a pun just to, it doesn't make any sense on its own yeah fair enough. um so yeah i just think judgment day would be a really good one to bring back judgment yeah. day would be good i think with me with king of the ring i think it's just the nostalgia of the match but yeah you're i think you're right i think judgment day is probably the best one to bring back if you were to do that what, just because what, it, uh, it does leave that open-ended what could happen it does yeah yeah and what, it's what would you more... say about um, bringing back rebellion, rebellion or insurrection? <laughs> no, to be honest, I think we could do. I could talk for hours about why they should do more pay per views in the UK. Yeah, I think really... they should do more in the UK or Europe in general. I yeah. think it'd be quite good. NXT Takeover London was still one of my favourites. It's true. So it's just it's something to consider. Yeah. Okay, I think we'll uh, wrap it up there. I think we've pretty much covered this. I think a lot of people have the same sort of views about yeah, pay per views. I, th- I think there's a lot of people that could agree with us. Here. Yeah, it's sort of too much, uncreative. And I think generally, I just think that they could do things in a different way. There are other methods of doing this stuff that yeah. I think they need to sort of explore and see if they could do this. Um, thanks for listening to episode seven. Uh, I'm Matt Bass and I'm with Ben Bowles. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CSWPod. Uh, also go on YouTube, CSWrestlingPodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube and subscribe on itunes and just you know yeah keep a track of what we're up to and what we're talking about on wrestling in wrestling and know? wherever you're listening thank you for listening thank you for listening and uh yeah goodbye